Hi, friends, and welcome to Believe Like a Boss. I'm your host, Life Coach Nandi Camille. Join me as I teach you how to smash your goals and expand the possibility of your life through mindset management, spiritual alignment, and authentic action. I'll teach you how to create what I like to call a life of thrive with ease and authenticity. It's time to play with what's possible. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, 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 my friends, and welcome back to the podcast, Believe Like a Boss. I am your host, life coach, Nandi Camille. Welcome. Nandi rhymes with Gandhi, in case you haven't heard one of these episodes where I let you know that yet. Um, actually, it's kind of funny. I, a friend of mine signed me a yearbook in high school like that, Gandhi Nandi, and I had never even put the two together until then. So thank you to that friend for putting that together for me. It works whenever I tell people that's how to say my name. It sticks. Nandi rhymes with Gandhi. Okay, so today we are diving into beliefs about money. And the reason why we're doing this today is because that's what I've been working on. I've been studying some different money courses, some money manifestation work, some energy work around money, getting a little woo around money because a I've you know, I know all the practical things to do, right? But I wanted to play with some other things to sort of change the way that I approach money, right? If I want my life to change, I tell you guys this all the time, if I want my life, if you want your life to change, you have to change what you're doing, right? You can't expect different results in your life by doing the same things that you've been doing. And so I'm ready to up level in the area of money, um, but not just, you know, earning money, but like how I think about money, how I feel about money, right? I want to change the relationship that I have with money. And so if this is you, this episode is going to be fantastic because I'm going to offer you some questions that are going to be great journal prompts for you, great reflection areas, and great like discussion pieces, really. If you have a friend that you meet for coffee, your partner, whatever, and you just want to have this discussion openly, I think it's great to have this discussion. I personally have been trying to just become, and this is just my experience, right? Everybody has a different experience with money. Um, my experience is that I, it, for me, it's been a trigger, right? For me, I saw my parents argue about money. It was a a hot button. It was something that it's interesting. My sister and I have always been like, we want to make a lot of money. That's always been something that's been important to us. And I think it's because my parents stressed that to us, like I talked about in a previous episode, in the way that they told us our career paths, right? You should be a doctor, lawyer, or engineer because those are money-making careers, right? And so I was taught to go for a career that's going to be successful and successful was tied to money in my life. And so that was my understanding of money. And so coming out of college, I wanted to be successful. And for me, successful meant making a good living doing something that I loved. And honestly, I was just talking to Tyler about it today. When I got out of college, I wanted to be a child care director and I wanted to make $45,000. That was my goal out of college. For some of you, and this is so interesting about the whole money mentality and, and just the way that our stories are so different. Some of you heard that and was like, oh my gosh, that was it? That was your only goal? Some of you, that was like, oh great, yeah, of course. And some of you that was like, oh my gosh, that's an amazing goal, right? We all fall somewhere on the spectrum. And so that's what I love about this work. And it's been so interesting because a lot of my clients actually are trying to up level on their businesses. And what that is translating to is making more money in their businesses. And so we're talking about the money makers in their businesses, but we're also talking about, right? So that's the how that's the doing, that's the action. And that part's really important. But again, this podcast is called believe like a boss. So it all starts with your thoughts. 
What are you believing about money? Okay, so I'm going to throw out some questions for you, for you to reflect on. And what this is going to do is it's going to open you up to start to see what your thoughts are about money, how you feel about money, why it is you react to selling a product a certain way, right? If you're a business owner and you're out here selling something and you feel funny about selling, you have thoughts about money or you have thoughts about selling, right? I don't care if you're on YouTube or you're on Instagram and you're an influencer and you are right showing off a lotion from Target, right? But you feel funny about it. There's some thoughts about it. If you're trying to save money to buy a house, whatever it is for you, if you are the person that still feels some type of way about buying Starbucks, like that's too fancy. Only fancy people do that. That's bougie. I don't spend money on that. That's a waste of money, right? If you have thoughts like that, I'm not judging that thought, but if you have that thought and it doesn't feel good, right, you have some beliefs there that are conflicting that's causing cognitive dissonance. Now, if you're that person that's like, yeah, I don't like spending money on Starbucks and you feel good about that, then fine. There's nothing to like, quote, correct there, right? When we're not even here to correct, it's all about about bringing you into alignment, right? That's my job is to help bring you into an alignment. And what is an alignment for me is different than what's in alignment for you, right? Being our authentic self does not look like the person next to us. And so that's why I'm going to throw these questions out to you so you can start to explore what's going on in your brain and what you're believing about money, what your thoughts are about money, because that's causing how you feel about money, right? And how you feel about money is influencing your actions around money, which is creating your results around money. So if you're unhappy right now around money, there's some stories that are that are limiting you right now, okay? So jumping into these questions, the first one is, what did my parents slash family teach me about money? What did my parents slash family teach me about money? What did you learn about money from your parents, right? Some of us had parents that were very straightforward and would just tell us directly, like, this is how much I make. This is what mommy does. This is what daddy does. Like, some of us had direct parents. I I don't hear that story very often when working with clients. It's more so that you learned from them based on what you saw, right? You had a single mom who hustled, who, like, worked hard for money. And so maybe you learn the story, I have to work hard to earn money, right? She didn't explicitly say that to you, but that's the story that you downloaded based on what you saw. So that's what that question means. What did my parents slash family teach me about money? Right? Did you have a family that would cut coupons that really love saving money? They cut coupons like it's important to save money, right? Never pay full price for anything. Those are stories about money. And I'm not telling you that they're good or bad, but those are stories about money, right? Never pay full price for anything. Might be a story that you learned because you saw mom, dad, whoever, grandma cutting coupons and she never paid full price. And she always told you to go to the sale rack. That was what I grew up with, right? So then when I got older, I felt bad when I would pay full price for clothes because I grew up. Nobody ever told me you can't pay full price. It was just that I had grown up in a house where we always shopped the sale rack. Not because we needed to, I guess my mom just really liked to do that. And again, if it's in alignment for you, don't mess with it. But if you have that belief and at the same time, there's this jacket you want to get at the store that you just like feel like would empower you so much and make you feel like your next best self, right? But there's this conflict inside. That's where we get to look at these beliefs. Okay, number two, what messages did I get about money? 
So this takes us a little bit outside of the parent slash family, but what messages did it get about money? Based on your environment, based on where you grew up. It's so interesting. I'm so blessed that I got to move around. My dad was in the Navy, and so we moved around a lot. And when you move around, you sincerely, it's amazing, right? We think that America itself is so different from, like, Europe or from, like, Africa. But even within the United States, even within a state, you know, you go to different areas and there's just different cultures and different environments. I mean, think about what state do I want to think about? Florida. Florida's so long, right? Move from Florida down south. Southern Florida is very vivacious, very influenced by Hispanic culture, lots of colors, right? Vivacious music, right? So you may have had a different experience in Southern Miami or Southern Florida versus like Central Florida, which is, you know, I, I couldn't even say anything about Central Florida. I love Central Florida. That's where Disney is. So it's very touristy. You got Disney there. You got Orlando, right? So my point here is that there's different environments that we have. And based on those environments, we learn different things. So when I lived in Florida, I went to college in Southern Florida. You dress up basically everywhere, but I didn't even think about it as dressing up. I wore my maxi dresses. My friends wore their wedges. It's warm year round. People are going to Florida to vacation. People dress up there. So that was just my natural state of being. Like you go out to brunch, you're in a maxi dress. You're going out to go shopping with friends. You have a cute romper on with wedges, right? It wasn't a thing. That was just how we were. Then I moved out here to Colorado, and at the time, you guys, and no offense to anybody that's from Colorado, it was like, why is everybody in brown, brown, and like jeans and green, right? I was like, what is happening? And I went into a bar, and it was wearing a maxi dress. It was in the summer, and I just felt like everyone was staring at me, and also everybody was in those colors or in like plaid. And I felt so out of place, but right, the environment was different. I was suddenly in a different environment. So you learn different things based on your environment. So what messages did you get about money based on your environment, right? What messages are you getting about money right now based on your environment? As an educator, as someone that has worked with kids and with family that are in middle income like level, I get a different message than some of my friends who work with millionaires, right? who they've worked with millionaires and they get a completely different message about money than I did, right? When I was working in education and now working with different clients, I get an even different message about money, right? So to pay attention to that, pay attention to who you're around and pay attention to the messages that you're getting. Do the people around you, do they complain about money? Are they excited about money? Is it a struggle every time money, right? And again, Let's watch for judgment. It's not about judging any of this, but it's just about noticing what are the stories that I'm surrounded by? What are the stories that I'm downloading? Third one, how did I feel about money in school? How did I feel about money in school? So again, I'm reflecting a different environment. Did you feel like or were you the kid that was poor in your classroom? Did you feel that way? right? Did you get free and reduced lunch at school and that made you feel some type of way? Did you go to a school where everybody got free lunch because that was what was usual, right? So you didn't have any thoughts about that. It was interesting because I didn't pick up on this and so I'm always so curious as to why. But um, my father's girlfriend's daughter, (laughs) my father's ex-girlfriend's daughter went to my high school And I come back and I am graduated from college at this point and she's going to my past high school and she's like, this school's so uppity. It's so bougie. 
Like, it's just an uppity school. And to be honest, y'all, I'm a bougie person, so maybe that's why I didn't pick up on it. But, like, that wasn't my experience, but it was hers, right? So her experience at my school was that everybody was bougie and uppity, and she didn't like that, and some part of her felt like that was wrong or she didn't fit in. Is that your story? Is that a story you've carried with you? Do you feel some type of way about people who have money? Do you feel some type of way about people, white, fill in the blank, right? Your brain is going somewhere right now. Where is it going? Right? Whereas my experience, I didn't feel that way. Did I feel like there? I was on the dance team, right? So there were definitely girls on my team that I felt like were spoiled. I didn't feel any less than them, though, right? That was just my story, though. I was raised in an area where I didn't want for anything, right? My parents didn't give me a car and a cell phone like everybody else, but I didn't want for anything. I got to be on the dance team. I got to do fun stuff. We got to travel, right? So I didn't feel less than them, right? But somebody else might have, right? Did I feel jealous sometimes? Yes. Did that inform how I felt about money sometimes? Absolutely, okay? Fourth one, what are my thoughts about money? So all of this is going to bring up your thoughts about money, What are my thoughts about money? Money is the root of all evil. I carried that one around forever. Oh my gosh. Money is the root of all evil. I carried around for such a long time. I was like, I can't want money. It's bad. I can't, what? No. Right? And so that's why I'm, I'm taking these courses and I'm rewriting my stories around money right now and have been actually for some time. And honestly, it's shown it's so beautiful the way we can grow. And change our minds. But that's why I'm doing this work now. I want to feel good about money, right? My story now is that when I gain money, the world gains money. Because I can't wait to pour it into other female-owned businesses, other minority-owned businesses, other businesses changing the world for the good. As I see it, right? It's what's in alignment for me. But that money allows me to be a stay-at-home mom like I want to be one day, right? That allows me to be the mother that I want to be, for my kids to have the experience that I want them to have, hopefully for them to be able to go to the camps or do the things, right? Who knows? They're not here yet. But I want to be able to say yes to those things, right? And money gives me access to that money. I now see it as a tool and a resource, not something gluttonous, not something bad, but something that is important for me to have, right? I also love, I mean, as a coach, playing with possibility, right? I love to play with possibility. I love to play with the idea that it's possible for me to be a millionaire. Whoop, some of that rubbed y'all the wrong way some of you guys were like hell to the year watch that what did your brain do when I said that that I think it's possible for me to be a millionaire did that rub you the wrong way isn't it possible for you to be a millionaire maybe you're, you're listening to this and you already are right and you're like hell to the yes yes you can right what do you think is possible for you especially around money I really, 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 really want you to spend some time, especially if money is a trigger for you, fleshing out these questions and answering them for yourself. Just witness them. Witness all the things that come up. Don't judge it if you can. Just watch it. Just watch what comes up in your brain, right? This is where we get to heal. This is where we start to see our stories. Last year, I went to a conference and again, I've been working on my money story for years. And one of the things we had to do at this conference was rewrite our own limiting beliefs. It's my favorite thing to do. It's what I work on with clients, right? Is that like rewriting our brain. 
And so I wrote the affirmation, money is fun. That's what came up for me. I was like, I want to enjoy money. I want money to be fun. I don't want it to be taxing. I don't want it to be scary. I don't want it to be heavy. I don't want it to be this elephant in the room. I want it to empower me. I want it to be fun. So that's one of the affirmations that I adopted for myself that I'm going to offer to you today. Start to rewrite the way that you think about money, right? Which will in turn rewrite the way you feel about money, which will show up in the way that you take action around money, which will influence your results, right? So when you answer all these questions, here are some of the implications I was thinking about. I was like, okay, so you're listening to this. Maybe you're a business owner. Maybe you're an entrepreneur. How does this help you out, right? Have you ever gone to sell, right? You're selling your coaching. You're selling your hair care product. You're selling your facials. You're selling your e-commerce product, whatever you're going to sell, your artwork, right? And you feel sticky about it. You have thoughts about money. You have thoughts about selling, right? You may have thoughts around self-worth around money and value, right? So answering these questions helps you see what's going on in your brain so you can start to sell from a clean place, right? So this is one of the things that I love to work on with clients. If this speaks to you, please reach out, okay? Answering these questions is also going to help you feel better in the day-to-day. As I'm doing this work for myself and have been for a couple of years now, it just helps me show up so differently around money. I can speak openly around money. I went to a drum circle the other night, and it was in my neighborhood, and it was wonderful. And out loud, I just said, I was like, oh, yeah, I was looking at this, and um, I'm going to look to make this to this amount, right? And I just said it out loud. I I can say it here, $4,000 to $6,000 a month, right? And I said that out loud. And then I came home and I talked to Tyler. I was like, you know, I don't think that it's normal for people just to announce how much money they're going to make, right? I think that it like, and I could be making this up, right? This could be an assumption that I'm making. But I was like, I would like for it to be more normal for us to talk about money, right? And maybe it would help inform us when we're in college, when we're thinking about what we want to do for a living, right? When we think about, quote, success, my brain was just like, make a lot of money, right? But it's like, what jobs, quote, make a lot of money? And what does make a lot of money mean to me, right? My, one of my coaches, Brooke Castillo, taught me that. It was just like, what does that even mean to me? What does that mean? For some people, it does mean being a millionaire. For some people, that means making $250,000 a year. For some people, that is making $50,000 a year, right? What does that mean for you? Not based on the world standards, but based on your needs, based on your wants, right? Do you want to live right in an expensive place where you never travel because you love where you live and you just walk around the town because you live in France, right? Or maybe you want to live in a tiny home and so you don't have much to pay in rent, but you get to travel. Or maybe it's neither of those, right? You get to want what you want because you want it, but that then gets to inform how much money you want to make and what kind of jobs you want to have. So I want us to be able to have the conversation around money more readily and more easily so we can start to remove the shame around money so we can start to talk openly about how much money we want to make and not be ashamed about it right I was talking to a friend the other day and we started to make a joke of it almost because we just came to the realization that my money goals were different from hers but there was nothing wrong about it she's like what's going to happen as like, I'm going to start, she was saying she's going to start a nonprofit, right? And I'm going to be like the Oprah of life coaches and I'm going to fund her nonprofit. I'm going to be able to send money to her, right? Me being able to make money helps me help the world. And I love that. 
right? It fuels the way that I sell in a completely different way and it's heart-centered, right? When I sell, when I sell coaching, I change people's lives straight up, right? My selling changes people's lives. It invites them into a new way of being, It invites them to their best selves. When I make a sale, I change someone's life. I am so happy when I pay my life coach because she holds space for me, right? It's allowed me to do that, right? But it's taken me some time to clear up some things around money to feel good about investing in myself, right? And so we bring it all back home. What are your thoughts about money? What do you think about money? What did your parents teach you? What messages did you receive based on your environment? How did you feel in school? How do you feel now at your workplace? What are your thoughts about money? Right? When we think about this, when we look at this, it's going to inform the actions that we take next. Maybe you notice, I feel scared around money. I feel really scarce around money. I don't know what my money is doing. Okay, so that tells you that you need to look and figure out what your money is doing. And it feels scary, but you have your directions. I don't know what my money's doing, and that scares me. I've done this with so many clients. So many clients have come to me and be like, oh, it scares me, Nandi. Oh, my goodness. But then I look at it, and I look at my money, and it takes me about 30 minutes to go through all of my accounts. And then I feel better. I know that I have money in the bank. I was fretting for nothing, right? When we look at our thoughts, it informs our next steps, our next action, Right. Maybe it's like, you know what? I have enough, but I really want more to for me. Travel comes up. Right. I just love I grew up traveling. So that's what comes up for me for maybe for you. It's a car. Maybe for you, it's the ability to get IVF so you can plan a family. Maybe it's adoption costs. Right. Whatever it is for you, you get to want what you want because you want it. Right. But it's going to inform for you when you look at these thoughts. What is next for me? Right? What is the next best step? Where is my heart guiding me? What is the next natural goal for me? What is it that I'm yearning for? In order to me, for me to feel like I'm thriving, right? you're going to notice this when these thoughts are presented. And as you practice this, the beautiful thing that I absolutely love about this practice is it starts to take the drama out of money. Right? As you start to get in the practice of getting familiar with what your thoughts are and confronting them regularly and often, right? And then taking action from that place, you start to notice what your fears are around money, right? And then it informs you, oh, maybe I need to hire a coach, right? Maybe it's time to download one of those money apps that helps me watch my money. Maybe it's time to go get a financial advisor, right? It's going to inform your next step, right? Don't just look at your thoughts and do nothing, my friend. Allow it to sit there, absorb what you need to absorb, but then take action from that place, right? Think of your best self, Think about how they feel around money. Why do they feel that way around money, right? If your thought is they feel confident, they feel proactive around money, they're allowed to buy what they want to buy when they want to buy it because they've sold X amount in their business, they've done X amount in their job, they've gotten X amount in a raise, right? Channel, think about your best self, think about what they think about money, right? I know some of you are like, oh my gosh. <laughs> But it's such a good practice. I love to get into that zone. How did my best self feel about money? How does my best self respond to money? How does a boss handle her money? Then take action from that place. Even if you're nervous, even if you're scared. Right? And if you ever need support, I got you. 
Come and schedule a discovery call. Let's talk about it. Right, and then we can discuss whether it's me, right, a life coach is going to help you with your thoughts around money and your thoughts around some other areas in your life, or if you need to go to see a financial advisor or a coach that specializes in money, do your research, right? You are not on an island. You have so many resources around you, free, paid, that you can reach out to. If you don't feel good about money, change it. Why don't you feel good about money? Answer these questions and see what's going on in your brain. If you want to feel differently about money, let's do something different. Let's start by seeing what's going on in our brain. You got this? I love you all so much. I will see you next week. Hi, friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love if you would like, share, subscribe, share this with your friends, your family, your girlfriends. I would love for you to come and join me in Queen and Spirit. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching or just curious about learning more, head over to nandicamille.com.